1: After Buzzers, Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another Afterbuzz TV after show for MTV's Teen Wolf, season three, episode nine, The Girl Who Knew Too Much. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. Joining me this evening, assistant editor from Teen Wolf, Corey Trench. It's good to be here. Across the table, we have the ever-so lovely Sarah Stretton, Afterbuzz TV host. You may recognize our special guest this evening from movies such as The Final Destination, Rush Lights. On the inside, TV shows such as Major Crimes, Close to Home, and most recently playing Jennifer Blake, also known as the Duroc, on MTV's Teen Wolf. Please welcome Haley Webb. Hey, guys. Yay. Yay. Yay! So happy to have you in studio. Very,
0: very happy to be here.
1: I, excited. first of all, want to know, are you the one killing people, and do you want to talk about it? Not at all. <laughs> Actually, so, show's over.
0: <laughs> oh, that's why I'm here.
2: <laughs> um, it would seem that way, yes, on the show. I'm going to point the evil finger at her. I think that she's in- responsible for all of this. I I, mean, I might know. Be. Like,
1: I still don't want to believe that a beautiful face is behind all this. Like, I do not want to believe it. i Honestly, on the show, we haven't seen her actually kill anyone, right? Yet, because that would give it away. Yeah, (laughs) episode three, you see
0: her just like over a dead body with you know a bloody knife. (laughs) Oh, whoops! Oh,
1: you didn't, you didn't see this. I mean, Um, um, we had people on Twitter asking if it is. I'm gonna say it's it's Marie or something like that. She wanted to know if you. Wear the Duroc mask, or if that's somebody else, like your stunt double. Oh. I know you do a lot of your own stunts for like I the did. Final Destination mm-hmm. movie. So did you do a to lot of? The stunts? Oh yeah, that that is
0: all me. Every time you've seen the Duroc, <gasps> wow, that has been me. <laughs> that's
2: wow. yeah. crazy. It's, it was very. How does it feel to look at yourself in the mirror when you're dressed?
0: terrifying? <laughs> Te- absolutely terrifying. <laughs> like mirrors of yourself. Pretty much. Pretty much. It was really cool because. Uh, I didn't recognize myself at all. Mm -hmm. Which, like, you know, you can have certain makeup on and you can still, like, see yourself. But, like, having it on, I could not make out, like, my facial features. So I would try to, like, smile and, like, frown with it to try to give it some life. It was terrifying. Honestly, it was more terrifying on film, like, seeing it actually Mm -hmm. on the show. I can't look at it. Every time I see it, I'm just like... Oh
1: god, like. So every time we see the drops, every that's you. single. Wow. Time. What about every when you were time. in the flames? That was me. That was me <laughs> in and a green no screen. Way. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was me. That's.
0: Four hours of tears and Nine Inch Nails playing. <laughs> so did you
3: freak the crew out when just walking around? Like, say, so you walk into the bathroom and yes. then...
0: Yes. <laughs> well, they had to keep me so hidden, because um, nobody knew, and so oh. they had to keep me very, you know... Like I the had... cast didn't know. Yeah, no, the cast didn't know. When did the cast find out? Pretty much
1: the day of.
0: <laughs> or when they got this, like script. when you were filming the
1: ninth episode yeah pretty much That's like once awesome. everybody got it
0: and, and the crew too they were just like no I wanted Derek to have someone nice in his life I was like me too bro but like, <laughs> Maybe you things have
1: feelings in there. I mean,
3: Hashtag mean, I, I, problems. That my
1: questions. Hashtag <laughs> problems. Oh my God. So yes, many please. problems.
0: Mm-hmm. By the way,
1: guys, if you have questions for Haley, you can tweet her right now or you can tweet me at Cinematic Escape. I have my Twitter open. You do can it. call into our fan line and ask her questions. That's 424-256-1729. So and we're going to read some of your comments later. But uh, Stephen, I do think we have a few callers calling in uh, some people. people. People tweeted me from Florida, so make sure we accept those. Uh, Sometimes (laughs) the line is tied up. So we were just talking about (laughs) your love with Derek, and you know what? I really think, do you guys think that Derek's in love? And I feel like the love that the Dirac's showing, it feels real, and it doesn't, because she could really have hurt him. If she was just this evil nature, mm-hmm. and so I feel like the love brings out the humanity in the Drac, and I feel well, like Derek is in love with her. What do you guys think? Fu- well,
3: what's funny is, is is Derek doesn't know that she's Drac. He's, she, he's in love with Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just love that shot where the leaves are just blowing, like, as yeah. you're walking away. I just, like, I wanted, Same. you know, the Top Gun soundtrack to come on, you know. <laughs> <No song laughs> so like, pops up. Yeah, and just, like, Derek rides along on his motorcycle. But no, it's uh, it's very romantic, like, the mm-hmm. the love that they have. I and felt it. Yeah, yeah. And I I knew how the episode would end, and seeing that scene was really heartbreaking for me because it's like, oh, they seem so happy and, like, yeah. they're in love. I really believed it.
2: Yeah. Right? I feel like the whole time we've been thinking that, that Iraq is where they're going to we've been like predicting, well they're not all gonna have to face the Dirac but after seeing this and feeling like mm-hmm. the Derek Ms. like love connection, I'm like, well maybe the Dirac and them will team up against the Alphas and switch mm-hmm. it up. Like there's still three There's episodes. some love yeah. in there, so I agree. Maybe she could be swayed to do some good, not be such a dark evil Druid. Okay. All
1: right. Take it easy. <laughs> do you guys think he'll still be in love with her after he finds out she's the draw? How much do you think that'll change his mind? And will he blame her for what's happening to Cora? I know well, the answer.
3: I know the answer. <laughs> no,
2: I mean, <laughs> I think that that all depends whether like her love for him is real. Like, it's more important for, like, the emotional side, I think, to be real than her to, like, conceal this identity. Mm-hmm. Because Derek's done plenty of bad things, too. And they're both <laughs> involved in a lot of deaths. So mm-hmm. if her emotions for him are real, then maybe they could, like, get past that. Yeah,
0: yeah, and almost have it be like a bonding point.
1: You've killed innocent people, too? Oh, my God! You can, why <laughs> didn't no, you tell smile? me? Your eyes are blue, yeah. aren't they? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you, too? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I think, too, like, uh, you know, her love for him is real. Mm-hmm. I will say that. And I think uh, you're definitely going to find out more. And what you find out is very, very cool. Um, and I think a lot of things will sort of be brought to light. But I, I think their connection is definitely very real. Her love for him is certainly very real. And I think his love for her is also real.
2: And I think that we also got from this that she has a past here. Like, mm-hmm. it was brought up with the sheriff that she's been there since she was a little girl. So I think that we're going to get more into that history and to the connections to the community that she has. Because for the whole show, this Blake's kind of been... Not the outsider. Yeah. But it, like, you never knew where she fit into the community. Yeah. And we I think have a caller on the, on
1: the line. Oh, my.
3: Caller on the line with Teen Wolf After Buzz TV after show.
1: Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Hey, guys. It's Josh. How are Hi you guys doing? Josh, fantastic Josh. Hey. How are you,
0: Josh?
3: I'm
4: doing good. Um, Haley, this was a great episode. I just want to say specifically to you, you did a great job, and just Aww. everything about your portrayal was great. You know, since the beginning, since you started playing Jennifer, like, you. I know a lot of fans, they have been, like, hard on her, you know, i <laughs> we see why now. But I mean, before, <laughs> I the <get> mo- it. <laughs> before the moment that happened at the end, mm-hmm. like, you really, you you really, how do I, how do I put it? You, you really Whatever made a... Okay, understand why. Okay, maybe Derek and Jennifer would be a good match together, and that scene, Mm -hmm.
0: you know,
4: just the music and just the way you portrayed her, and it was was just great.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate that. That's really sweet. That's very nice to hear. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's. It was, it was interesting <laughs> filming the scene, like, in the sort of, like, overpass, or I guess, an overpass? What is this, a freeway? Like like it was bridge. a high school one. Yeah. It was, like, under, it was like under yeah, thing. there was, like, a football field in the background. We'll pretend yeah. you were under the stadium seats yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, I think that actually might be what it was. Um, but of course, knowing, as the actress, like, knowing what was gonna happen, and knowing, like, oh god, you know, it's gonna be found out, and, and ultimately, you know, he sort of gets hip to it. But it was, it was interesting still playing the Jennifer-Derek dynamic, knowing what was going to kind of happen. So I, I really appreciate that. That's very sweet and kind. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Josh. Did you have no any problem. other questions for Haley before we let you go?
0: Favorite color? <laughs> uh,
4: um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, what is your favorite
0: movie, Haley? Oh, excellent (laughs) question, by the way. Um, I always say if I was forced to pick because I love so many, it would be Amadeus. Oh,
3: that's a good one. That's,
1: that's, a, good one. that's, that's a really good one. Thanks, guys. Thanks for calling in, Josh. Thanks, Josh. We really appreciate your call. And callers at home, don't forget you can call yeah. us, too, and talk you can to do Haley. <laughs> um, so th- we were just talking about love and your love for Derek. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like the love could actually change her. I mean, mm-hmm. she. a lot of people, um, whenever they're the evil, they sort of are operating by no rules. But she does think she's serving a greater evil here. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, love normally conquers all. So can we expect love to kind of change the Duroc at all? Um, there's two... Uh, did you want to... No, go right I ahead. Can. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm like I am just I
2: always put <laughs> these solutions in my mind. I'm like, ah, I know. Oh. Like, no, you know more. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I
0: won't give away exactly what I know, but I, I um, do know that that definitely comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are, you know... It. How do I say it? I don't even know. Uh, it's their, their love is sort of deeper than has been shown. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be very cool. You'll find out very soon some sort of intricacies as to what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is definitely, um, Jennifer, I guess, sort of in her Durock state, she's definitely doing this for a reason. And that's, I think, a huge testament to Jeff Davis, who writes, you know, He's brilliant. Yeah, they don't just come in and, you know, mess things up just because. Right. There's
1: typically a reason. Now, we were thinking, we were all kind of predicting that you were Paige, that we had seen last episode, which I know you can't really comment on, but it had just made sense, especially in this episode where they said, you know, this girl was found in the woods and she was torn up by a werewolf. Well, last we knew Peter was taking Paige out to be left in the woods. Mm. So, I mean, that could be. And then the sheriff also talks about how the birds kind of sacrificed themselves mm-hmm. on at the hospital against the windows. And we saw that as your intro to being a teacher at this yeah. school, kind of the same thing happened. Right. So... There, there might be a... There might be a slight mm, connection. Maybe some Something correlation there. there. There might be. But,
2: I mean, if all this does happen and love conquers all, is Lydia going to forget about this? I I think not. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I would kind of hope not. <laughs> you know, I mean, people keep trying to kill her, and she still has friends, but <laughs> this might be the last People straw. have limits.
0: Yeah, it might be she, traumatizing for her. Well, we- yeah,
3: yeah, she's been uh, almost killed many, many times on the show. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think... uh Gosh, if she's not traumatized Common already. Common
0: denominator. Yeah, maybe she should go to therapy, figure it out.
1: <laughs> uh, we previously didn't think that Deucalion had anything to do with the Dirac, but now it looks like from what we see coming up that there is a correlation there. I mean, Sarah, what did you think about that? I
2: think that we've always kind of known that there's mm-hmm. there's so many – like the image for the season to me is like the tree, and I think that shows that there's just like all these little branches, but they are connected by these center theme, central themes, and these weird, like overlapping, not coincidences, but like histories that the characters have and that the families have. So I think like we knew that Callian was somehow involved. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that is yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the one line that stood out to me, which was kind of in a different section, was the fact that when I think it was one of the twins was talking about it was, I think it was Lydia I think it was Lydia one of the twins they were talking and she mentioned like the emissaries and <clears> she <throat> said that Morel was Deucalion's emissary but it was never confirmed and I think that there mm-hmm. might be more to that and why mm-hmm. that was brought up. So who like I just want someone to give me the real facts of who's who's emissary and who's doing what, so that I can make some predictions. They might be
1: well, up. we have a caller on the line, so maybe we can no. ask them. Yeah. Caller, <laughs> caller what's say. your name? Where are you from? What
4: are the answers? Hi, my it's name, the name the is uh, Daryl. I'm from Little Beach, California.
1: Hi, Daryl. Hi, Daryl. Thanks for calling in. Do you have a question for Haley?
4: Yeah. Um. First, just want to preface this by saying, amazing job last night. Thank Unbelievable. you. Unbelievable. Just like. Blew them on.
0: Thank you. It's <laughs> <That's> very sweet.
4: <laughs> so I'm watching this, watching the interview. It's so nice to see you, it's such a big girl, really making a name for herself. Just like wow, you know, really hitting hitting the screen. So <laughs> Thank you. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask you know uh-huh. ask ask a question. Okay. I'm sure you know many people is wondering what's it like. Making out with Tyler Heckman. I mean,
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're the one. I'm I'm a a straight man, but like.
1: (laughs) But you can recognize
0: beauty when you see it. He ain't a bad looking man.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be so short until I got asked that question. <laughs> it was like, um, you know, kissing any human being. It was lovely and like stealing the dreams of millions of teenage girls. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> I get it. That. Yeah,
4: it's so good. Oh man, that's, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. It's like it's cool to well, see you as like to a, uh, and also the transition to see you in like. You know, like that mole dude that was insane. Like, oh <laughs> my you. god! You know, and I was getting mixed up with Garak and Derek too. So, like, I've been trying to, you know, keep up on that and try to well, get my hair wrapped around that. <laughs> okay,
0: well, just keep watching. There's still three more episodes, and I'm sure you'll be able to uh, tell the difference very, very soon.
1: <laughs> Thanks for I, your I call. Hope so, thank Honestly.
4: you. Great. <laughs> keep up the great work. Thanks You're so awesome. much. Smoke out later.
1: Thank you, uh, thanks, Daryl. <laughs> Thank you for your call. Uh, you got us all in tears over here. Yeah, I'm um, I, like, um, I want to know what is <laughs> because we're not making out saying, with Tyler Hedlund. Yeah, exactly. Tyler, we need you in here. Hashtag stubble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> not a Durock problem, right? No, not no. at all. Oh, we have another caller. Oh my, um, caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Hello, Hello. caller pocket call. That might be a pocket call. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On
2: their speed dial, though. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Okay,
1: so the Drak has no visible weakness, but, you know, there's always one when it comes to a villain. Mm -hmm. I don't know if love's going to be a weakness. I mean, obviously, it's normally somewhat of a weakness. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. she gets shot by the sheriff, and it doesn't seem to affect her at all. and heals right away. Mm -hmm. She can kill her own students. Yeah, she doesn't care. I'm just not sure what she wants out of this. Is this Mm -hmm. just directly a service? To this evil that she feels like she has to serve, or is this, uh, is there something in it for her? There is
0: definitely something in it for her. Um, mm-hmm. but I can tell you that one, you will find out a lot more, especially in next week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is doing it, you, you know, you, you'll find out the specifics as to why, but there is a greater purpose. And on the sort of subject of love, I will say that love, Um, where it is also a weakness and that might come into play, it's also a huge strength. Mm -hmm. So I will sort of put that out there, um, as well. But she's, you know, I will say that it's, it's two reasons, a personal perhaps and also a, a greater, a greater good. With some really terrible ways of going about it.
3: Well, and speaking of greater so much g- scripted talking, I'm like hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like an Encrypted El- words. There's clues I all over her see. face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, God, well, it's I interesting that, that you say "Greater Good" because I think your character has a line um, when she's talking to Lydia at the mm. uh, towards the end of the uh, episode where she's like, "Well, what you don't understand is sacrifice. You know, it means
0: f- yeah for
3: for something greater. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so it's a necessary the thing. Necessary, yeah. The necessary the thing, thing to do. So she definitely is working you know for herself but she feels like she's in the right of course
0: yeah 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 this is absolutely
3: necessary for her and there might be a
0: broader uh uh reason as to why not just sort of a self um thing that will be revealed Mm -hmm. i
1: feel like um you know i'm not sure she can be killed because she seems to be this spirit Mm -hmm. that you know the fivefold not can be killed (laughs) Right, but the fivefold knot is, like, providing. (laughs) She seems to be a spirit, and the Celtic knot kind of represents beginnings and endings and an endless, it's endless, the knot, which means an endless spirit. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure if we're seeing a spirit here, or if it's, like, a resurrected human. But the knot has not been completed. Right. So, like, maybe
2: if she got to the stage of getting through all the sacrifices to get to that, that. ultimate power. Mm-hmm. But, like, she mentions, like, as she's holding up the sheriff, like, well, this is what I got from the healers, and uh-huh. this is what I got. But yeah. we all, she didn't get through
0: the end, I have so a few what few is more she to go? Yeah, so, yeah. The, yeah, that's a really good point. The knot is not necessarily completed um, mm-hmm. as yet, so there are still more a few things that she needs in order to attain... What she needs to attain for herself in order to achieve her her goal. So there's still, she still has that weakness, actually. She still has that, like, uh, she, she, you know, she has to sort of commit more sacrifices in order to
2: gain. And our last center circle is the guardians, correct? That's what we're mm-hmm. missing. So I think so. Who's considered, my question was, like, who's considered the guardians? Like, the moment I saw it, I was thinking it was the supernaturals mm-hmm. and it was, like, the werewolves and such. And I was like, in my head, it's like this battle between, well, she could love Derek or she could be using him to try and get him as one of the final sacrifices mm-hmm. or something. Or both.
1: Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> so we D, find, all of the above. We find out the fivefold knot is the virgins, the warriors, the healers, and the philosophers. And Tara, the sheriff, we see mm-hmm. her kind of seeing herself um, dead before she dies in, in the shower and it looks like the Dirac made the 911 call. Because <laughs> um, she's kind. And mm-hmm. then in the end, we kind of see the piano player dies when, like, she presses a specific key. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure if she's going to be the last philosopher then. Is she, like, a, a piano teacher, and is that how she's the last philosopher? And did the, Dirac the, the set that up because... She wasn't sure she'd kill Lydia. I just wasn't sure if mm-hmm. that was planted, because that was kind of like with the whole Deaton thing and the extra um, doctor who was killed last episode, and mm-hmm. I wasn't sure why there was a fourth plant there.
2: I mean, it, like, this was really interesting to me, this episode, because I, I always felt like all of them were killed so similarly. Mm-hmm. Like, they were all, mm-hmm. like, left the hanging with, like, the threefold death or whatnot. But today, when we saw... Um, die in the beginning, it mm-hmm. was it was different. That was mm-hmm. a different type of death, and also I'm we saw simultaneously like to the piano teacher getting her
1: like, throat slash throat slash yeah. by,
2: in a different way
0: as opposed <laughs> to the garage. It's mm-hmm. like well, I'm busy with Lydia, so
2: exactly. <laughs> like Lydia's getting like the full treatment. She <laughs> so really deserves it. it. Is this facial? Is this
4: yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> or is um, that just because it was so public that she obviously couldn't go up
0: there and. I think part of it, too, could be... I mean, y- you could find out that there is sort of more to it, but she could also just kind of be collateral damage in the sense that, you know, the derock's power has sort of taken over the entire orchestra at this point, and so they're playing with such fervor, and it's sort of that collateral damage, and it just sort of happens that, you know... It, you know, cuts her in a way that the Darach uh, has been going around, you know, committing okay. her little sacrifice.
2: And we've been warned here in studio a couple couple episodes ago that we would get the final culmination of this song like with like your reveal oh, and so i thought yeah. that was great like they yeah. fully pulled the song into the symphony it was visual it was We saw Dino,
1: Dino. Yes, the maestro. Yes. He is the he you know i don't know if you guys remember him coming in studio but he's actually the real composer for yeah. Teen Wolf mm-hmm. he's incredible. he was the maestro. Very appropriate. So what i wanted to know is while they were performing the Rock chant <laughs> is it because Miss Blake kind of planned the memorial that she this song. Aww. She's crafty. <laughs> like, she kind of sneaks around. Like, it's a yeah, I think
0: band, by yeah, the way. Yeah, too, everybody is, um, you know, uh, otherwise occupied, so right. she can do what she needs to do. Um, but I think it's also that, you know, sort of chanting, which also tips off Lydia, which tips off, you know, Jennifer to Lydia and all that. And what was actually really cool is I. Was able to see them. They weren't performing it live. I think they had um, a track playing. Mm -hmm. But I was able to see it the day before I actually shot that scene with Holland. And so I was like, oh, cool. Like, this (laughs) is what's going to be leading up to that moment. Like, I better bring it. (laughs) It better be good when I do. So um, it it was great. It was really cool. But yeah, I think
1: uh, Jennifer sort of planned that all along. That makes a lot of sense. Now, we talked about the Tyler kiss. I want to talk about Mr. Stolinski's kiss. Yes. Uh, what happened? What was going on there? And, and how was that? <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> like, that's my reveal. Like, I haven't been waiting 10 months to tell everyone, like, I'm the Duroc. Like, no, I got to kiss Lyndon Ashby. <laughs> Johnny that's Cage. That's the secret. Exactly. I was Mortal in Johnny Kombat. Cage. Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat. Mm-hmm. Me and him. Actually, his wife was there that day. She's a very Ooh. lovely woman. Boy, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Yeah. But we like, kept... Hi. Hey. What's that? <laughs> um, we we kept uh, my face uh, hidden. And I think actually there are pictures now of me <laughs> in Argent's office, like, you know, looking at a map and like hanging out because they were keeping me hidden from him. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't know what I looked like at all. And so we did the kiss. And um, it was awesome. I mean, because... The, the reason that she kisses him is she is, you know, showing him all of the powers that she has. So it's like the healers, she can heal the gunshot, the warriors, she lifts them up, you know, the uh, the guardians with the, um, uh, the badge. And then the virgins, she's able now to sort of have that power, to have that power of sexuality, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so she will prove that to him as well. Because why not? I mean, you're here. (laughs) I'm here. I have the power.
1: Might as well use it. (laughs) So, So, yeah, it was great. You were saying, did he not know, like, what was the reveal? He was kissing you and then suddenly you come (laughs) out again with the makeup? Yeah. Stay here for seven hours. (laughs) Don't move a muscle. Um, No, it
0: was two different days, I think. Or later that day I got into the makeup and... Uh, yeah, they shot, you know, my sort of coverage first and then—or uh, actually, no, his, so they could get the reaction— and so I was just there with you know the hood over me, and he, he was just standing there with his eyes closed the whole time. And I was like, "This is going to be awesome." And they would put a water in my mouth like right before the take, so I have all that drool. Oh, which wow. with those like non-lips, I had natural drool going the whole time. I was like, "I don't need the water. I'm good." But thanks. I'll pretend.
2: I'll pretend.
0: Water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Acting. Um. So yeah, he 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 had no idea. And then I had to sort of you know lean into him, so I was very close to his oh, face. Wow. And actually, his first reaction, I think he was sort of so stunned that there was kind of like a non-reaction. So they had to film it again. They are like, Lyndon, <laughs> look at what you're seeing. I was like, really, Lyndon?
1: <laughs> I went through all this for no reaction. So it was seven hours of makeup? It, it was four hours of makeup. Four hours, okay. Yeah. Yeah, which wow. was
0: what do
2: you do? Like while they're doing the
0: makeup, tell a lot of jokes. <laughs> I had a great time with the special effects guys. The, yeah, they played nine inch nails for me like the entire time to wow. kind of like get in the mood, yeah. which was great. Um, we also played like stand up comedy in the trailer, and um, yeah, we just had a good time and you know just sort of kicked it while they're gluing my face. So. <laughs> wow, you bond over that. Like and there goes my cheeks. Yeah, exactly. Great. <laughs> Never looked better. Actually, they just took my makeup off. Wonderful. And that's what I hated. Very don't
1: look like. funny. I <laughs> Okay, getting into our next topic, uh, we have the banshee. We find out Lydia is the banshee, which is the she finally decides to embrace her psychic power. Which we were kind of saying, you know, Scott needs to do the same with being a true alpha. Mm-hmm. Once they would embrace it, they would be able to use it properly. So we were kind of talking about that in past uh, episodes. And so she is the wailing woman, and when she wails, that's an omen to death. And um, she can see the death before it happens, and she tells Scott that she wants to do it. She wants to embrace this power so that she can let him know ahead of time. <laughs> can you yes, unfortunately adorable. I can. Cooking. It is not good. <laughs> Just know it's um, nasty. <laughs> Yeah, so I want to know, uh, there's clearly going to be some teamwork there. She wants to let Scott know ahead of time so that he has time to actually do something about it and not just find the dead bodies as Cora put it, put it out there that they were, you know, just always arriving too late. Mm-hmm. Not really preventing anything from happening. Um, is this like, they were holding hands and, uh, Scott and Lydia and is this a sign of love or is this just like a team handshake? Like what's going on there?
3: I think it's just comfort, really. I mean, it's just like you've been through so much trauma, like, mm-hmm. as a team together. Mm-hmm. You just want to know, like, hey, I have your back, you know, mm-hmm. as, a, as your as your alpha, I guess. You know, he's yet to embrace that, but I think he, he just wanted the comforter at that point.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Friendship hand-holding. Yeah. yeah, totally. Friendship hand-holding. Maybe a little, like, put out there because he just saw his ex walk in with Isaac. And
0: like,
1: <laughs> yeah. You're alone and I'm alone now. <laughs> yeah, yeah if, that's, if that happens, that's how I'm... do you think that will affect Scott?
2: negatively. I don't think that ever goes well. Yeah, yeah. it's a little
0: He's going to write in his
3: live journal about it. Yeah,
1: do you sit with each other at lunch? Like, there are things to work out with And that. Isaac's going to be homeless. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Isaac's going to get if kicked that out. Happens.
1: Um, so we have that scene where Mr. Stilinski, um, Styles decides to tell his dad because he finds out from Allison that Guardians is the next group of sacrifices. And he decides, you know, it's time to tell him. Allison even says, you know, you could save your dad's life, whatever. You need to tell him. Through so multiple chess references. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he wants his dad to see the whole board. Like if he's three, we- I think. Yeah, which yeah. people were saying on uh, the interwebs that this is kind of how <laughs> you see? can explain Teen Wolf to other people through like the chess put po- the chess pieces huh. on the g- like seeing the Canimah and the werewolves and yeah. everything. So looking I feel like forward you to need that. More that of picture. Like the Chinese checkers with like the six.
0: Different
1: <laughs> <balls>. <laughs> or you don't the know the packs? rules of the game. You, know, <laughs> what you can really see knows? the packs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there
3: should be a team wolf chess what game.
1: Is this, is this? can yes. jump. I'm, I'm well, just it's a good it. idea. No. A like, team, wolf right. yeah, <laughs> team wolf chess game. Jeff. Yeah.
3: Team wolf chess game. a Jaroc here.
0: Yeah. Just taking over everything. Yeah. <laughs> you <gotta> She's the <laughs> biggest. She's the only piece.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's certain rules. I think that was a
3: brilliant piece of writing because um, on the board, you yeah, been talking about idioms. Uh, mm-hmm. Jennifer Blake was talking about idioms earlier mm-hmm. in, in the classroom setting, and there you go. There's an idiom right there. Mm -hmm. being presented. Yeah. So that was a nice little tie-in.
1: Yeah, totally. It was really sad, though, seeing that Stiles' dad didn't really believe him until he brought up his mother, which kind of made it real Mm -hmm. for Mr. Stilinski because he was saying, you know, the only thing real is, uh, you know, a dead body. That's Mm -hmm. real. So then when Stiles kind of brought up his mother, I think that made Mr. Stilinski kind of think about it more and that's when he actually went to Scott's mom and tried mm-hmm. to look into what his son was saying. Yeah. And I think her helping him, uh,
2: Scott's mom helping him, is a little bit of foreshadowing. I mean, we've talked mm-hmm. about in the past, like, they're I both now so. put in the same situation yeah. of having these kids who are constantly Freaks. putting themselves in danger. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like, And so I think we're going to see a little more teamwork, a little more bending so. of the rules. Yeah,
3: a little yeah. relationship yeah. there. I think it? we
1: have a caller on the line. Oh my. Oh my. Caller, Caller. You're on the
3: line with Teen Wolf After ah. Buzz TV After Show.
1: Caller, what's your Hi, name? Where are you from? I'm from New York. Hi. Wow, it is late for you. Yeah, Thanks for way staying go. up. <laughs> Bravo. It is, it is. I really wanted to talk to Haley Webb. Oh. <laughs> and, and all <laughs> Sorry, you guys, of course, too. <laughs> Did you have a question for Haley? Thanks so much for calling in. Yeah, uh, my question for Haley was I was just listening to a podcast you the other
4: day where you were saying how. You know, you're putting like this nice, sweet character. It's kind of innocent. And then you got, to, that was before we got to know that, you know, your character is the rock. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to know if you were surprised that your character ended up taking this route. And when did you know that it would be taking this route? I and mean, how did you feel about that?
0: Um, uh, I was very excited. Uh, I mm-hmm. personally, you know, when I got the job, I watched the first two seasons. Um, in about four days, and then I looked back at the I character you. I was playing, and I was like, "She's a little too innocent. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if she's all she's cracked up to be or all she, all she says she is." Um, so right. I I did have a sense, honestly. Um, I wasn't told until. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I was filming closer to episode seven-ish, so I didn't know where she was going, but I always kind of had the hint. I always kind of had um, an intuition that she was a little too rocked by everything um, and a little too innocent, so... Yeah, I but I wasn't told by Jeff until, you know, they were like, We're gonna have a custom outfit for you. Are <laughs> allergic to latex? <laughs> so <find> well, <laughs> Things are going in the different That's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um and, and it's something that I had to keep very, very secret. I was, you know, uh, the only one who knew and, and the cast everybody kept guessing and So I would pretend to guess along and be like, I don't know. Is it Greenberg? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Which I would have hoped. Um, But, yeah, I didn't know to the last minute, but I always had a sense and was very excited. And honestly, once I found out and then I looked back at a lot of the episodes that we had already shot, um, it was so cool to see how it all tied in. And so... Right. With the little intuition that I had, I tried to kind of carry that with everything that I played really from, you know, episode one through, I guess, nine. Um mm-hmm. And so, yeah, but they are. She's still innocent and sweet. It's just the Duroc that's a little nasty. Like She's still a <laughs> yeah, very innocent cause, and sweet lady. Because
4: yeah, I was wondering, I don't know if I can ask another question, but I was just wondering if you think that Derek. Um, I mean, if if Jennifer really does care for Derek, or was he all just kind of yes. part of her plan? Or maybe both?
0: Uh, I will say he might tie into her plan. He he definitely okay. uh, might tie in a little bit. And I will say that her love for him is very, very real.
1: Aww. Aww. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling I mean, in and staying up. So, it's so many feels. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Hashtag feels. Oh. <laughs> so Cora kind of <laughs> fell short of helping Styles prove to his father that werewolves exist. <laughs> How dare she? Uh, <laughs> After and all she said to them? He didn't really believe it until the end when he saw Scott, Will Felt. Such
3: a nice homage to um, the second season where Scott's mom sees Scott and mm-hmm. then she believes. So then Scott's sort of like.
2: Mm-hmm. Believing is seeing in this. Yeah.
1: And then Stalinski is unfortunately taken by sorry. the Jurok. Uh, sorry. He can't die. Sorry, not
0: sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but this is definitely going but, to bring him <laughs> back. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I hold the power. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely going to change the relationship between Stiles and his dad. I mean, it helps Scott and his mother become closer. So yeah. I'm hoping that, you know, when and if he does return. um And I think that Stiles will take the place of Sheriff and, and find yeah. his father. And I can only hope that we get the the help of the Argents, who we get to see them being very badassery, their badassery <laughs> Um with the the father, Mr. Argent, and the two guns. Ugh, that was, like, favorite. where did that come out of? And yeah. obviously,
2: and he's been being, I guess, a good guy for these past, like, sly episodes that he's had. Like, yeah. Turns I, out to be doing the right thing.
1: I can't of. believe that Allison thought for a moment that her father could be involved in the murders.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. It I, thought it sense. It, I thought it was really interesting that she was willing kind of to sacrifice him to the police. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like all yeah. fatherly bonds were Thanks. thrown out the window. She was like, do whatever you need to do. I don't care like, for blood, bro. Yeah.
1: Clearly they need to <laughs> work on their yourself. trust issues. That's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a relationship that needs to be tested a <laughs> That's all bit. freebie. <laughs> Just um, so then we have Miss Morell talking about. Um, so Scott kind of goes to her and, and thinks that she's the dark druid. She was acting. She was dark. acting like. Yeah. He, I he that
3: puts that her so. on blast. Yeah. He
0: does. Yeah. And she yeah. like, rises to the occasion. Yeah. With her non blinking. She
3: was filing. And too. He was, like, she was eating awesome.
1: the table. She was. Scary. Wants, oh man, she was great. Yeah. Do you guys think that Scott will find himself in a situation where he's kind of forced to kill an innocent before he becomes the true alpha? Sarah? You're the only one who can answer. I plead the fifth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let me think. Now, um, I think that the conversation was pretty telling where, like, Morrell obviously think th- thinks there's two options, and Scott standing up for the fact that there's always, like, a third. It's not just a choice between mm-hmm. this or that. And you can find some sort of other alternative. And I think that, to go along with the show, I think he will. I don't think it's going to be what we expect, but I think that he's going to have to face a choice, and I think... He's going to come out coming, like, with a good moral decision. Mm-hmm, he yeah. might end up killing someone, but I think it's going to be a moral yeah. decision. So he's going to be able to keep his true alphaness. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, which is the point that he makes, too. And which I was thinking, even reading the script, like, but like how can he be a true alpha if he kills an innocent? That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I, I love where the character of Scott has gone this season so much. Um, And even, you know, when he at the end of 308, when he's talking to Gerard and, you know, he shakes his hand. He's like, if you are lying and it gets people hurt. And I was just like, yes, you know, he's just such a good guy. So you do have that faith in him that even if he's put in that circumstance, you know, no matter what's
1: happening, he will probably make the right choice. Yeah. If he has to kill someone, hopefully there's a loophole in the moral world. Yeah. Uh, but then we get the story how, like, Deucalion wants him to be part of his pack or he wants to destroy He's him. He's obsessive. But which if he, I loved. Yeah. I loved that description of him. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was great because once you get what you want, once you're obs- – what, what you are obsessing over, you will destroy it, which is kind of Deucalion mm-hmm. wanting him in the pack. And either way – Uh, Scott, you know, is in trouble because if he's part of his pack, he's killed someone and that ruins the chance of being an alpha. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't become part of the pack... He's going to get destroyed by Deucalion. So yeah. he's in a... Between Lins two lose. rocks at yeah. the moment. Between a rock and a hard play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I wanted to bust
0: wow. that out so <laughs> bad. Cool. I've been waiting amazing. 30 minutes for that.
1: <laughs>
3: Twitter, get to work right now. Yeah. Go.
1: Well Go. played. Haley Webb. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so this situation kind of reminded me, though, of Deaton advising Deucalion that Gerard couldn't be trusted be- mm-hmm. and that um, Deucalion's kind of become his enemy. Enemy. Deucalion's become Gerard the way that, you know, Miss Morrell's advising Scott that, you know, you can't trust Deucalion, he's going to destroy you either way in the end. So then we get the twins' backstory, and mm-hmm. we learn that they are omegas, meaning they didn't have a pack, and they were kind of like the abused werewolves, and they, they had to bullied. eat last. Yeah, then they eat. They had to eat last, and they had to tag along, <laughs> and Whatever they one. were badly abused Knowing by them, like. the main alpha, who was <laughs> the was bad funny. dude. So, when Deucalion taught them how to merge and become this Voltron, um, they slaughtered their pack and joined Deucalion. So, I mean, but they kind of joined Deucalion out of loyalty and, you know, they were very thankful that he helped them. I thought that this backstory
2: for them really kind of explained also their relationships and their ties to Danny and Lydia. Mm-hmm. Because of, mm-hmm. because out of everyone else in the alphabet, they seem to be the only ones who have really shown any love for anyone else, mm-hmm. um, besides members of their own alphabet. Yeah, but and I think that this backstory of the fact that they were bullied and kind of put on the outside, and they didn't seek for power, they just kind of sought to be part of something, mm-hmm. and that's how I at least viewed mm-hmm. their backstory. It explains why they care for these other mere humans or human slash banshees. <laughs> and I liked it. I thought that was cute. You're staring at me like you have a question. You've well, no. got that uh, No, yeah, no. I,
3: uh, <laughs> I was going to say it's also interesting how uh, one twin can feel the other's pain. It's mm-hmm. also like, a, like that a nice little reveal when the uh, when uh, you know Cora is beating up on one of them, and then the other feels it, like oh no, my twin's being beaten up. So mm-hmm. um, it's also something that shows that they're they're very inseparable mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. that. So and it could be and it could be and I, I don't know exactly, but it could be like just the fact that they've merged together. Maybe that's why. That's they, a
1: great point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean
3: it's not really explained, but I think that could be why they. Why so they what feel happens one of them. if
2: one of them dies?
3: The
0: Yikes. other one's just so it loses a sense of humor.
2: <laughs> hates the world <laughs> goes on a ramp becomes an evil druid or something yeah I,
1: I wish we could do your makeup for four hours so you could uh, <laughs> do all these jokes I mean you're very funny uh, so. uh, thanks yeah uh,
0: I, I actually danced at, like to Shirley Temple songs in that makeup <laughs> all the time because we would shoot for dance. hours yeah, I would sing like "Animal Crackers" by Shirley Temple, and cue the clips. <laughs>
3: you didn't <laughs> dance to "Durock and Roll"?
0: No, I couldn't go that route.
3: Oh man, Durrock puns!
0: I, know, I was so say, so man, going to say puns are so happening. Going- on on Twitter, Twitter right it's, now. It's,
1: it's un. Of- so- <laughs> okay, so Aiden clearly didn't approve of Ethan's relationship with Danny, and threatened to eat his face. That's what you do.
0: What else are you going to do?
1: I was surprised when Styles agreed to have Lydia distract Aiden with her body. (laughs) I hadn't thought about that, but, like, looking back, because I I still think he has a crush on her. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's
2: so awkward, being like, okay, crush, go float. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, what? It has to be
1: organic, man. Greater good, I guess, right? Yeah,
2: it's
0: sacrifice again. Mm. Tying Mm. back in to the whole sacrifice
1: thing. Shout out to Kiahu. He just retweeted about our show. So, Kiahu playing Danny. So, Danny, you did amazing. I hope you enjoyed playing the trumpet.
4: And,
3: yeah, and yeah, it's, and, it's yeah so and he really plays
1: the trumpet. <laughs> yeah, he really plays the
3: trumpet. You know what's funny so though? During gentle. that whole scene with them, I, I wanted icebreakers. I don't know exactly. why I felt like, that way. Yeah, I
1: thought
3: yeah. I wanted some. You're, You're telling so the right jungle. people.
0: <laughs> That's what they wanted
3: you to feel. Yeah. But that was a that was a great scene between the two. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, but they, very you know, tender. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I feel like eventually they'll join Scott's pack, even especially when they find out that Dukillian actually was responsible for Ennis' death. Yeah. Once and um no. is the Dark Druid one of the emissaries that were slaughtered by the Alpha Pack when they killed the original pack? Are you asking Sarah, me? Because You're, cause you're I'm the LA, only one who me? can answer. I know, I...
2: So much pressure. Why do I have to come for the not You do <laughs> doing great predictions. like yeah. I, I could, could but I get to be in fired. Box. They just <laughs> went air the last three um, <laughs> in protest. <laughs> is she an emissary? She's. I think she's like. Well, being that the fact that she was like hurt in like at a young age, mm-hmm. I think my theory is that she's related to an emissary. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was like her mom or something, and she was tied in that way. But I don't know if she can exactly directly be the emissary, especially with all the other theories about her being yeah. Derek's
1: young love. Like, mm-hmm. I'm knows? still hoping she's Paige. I just really <laughs> loved that story.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was you really cool. Page back.
1: I like. She I'm rooting great. for like a first love to come back. Um, yeah. So then we get the Cora story, and she tried to avenge Boyd, and Ethan hit her with that uh, huge weight, That's and calmer. I'm not sure why she's not healing now. What is our theory, Sarah, as to why she's not healing? Go for uh, it. I'm just I, I, I thinking that just every question, like, yeah, I'm dude. flip Because <laughs> <of> I
4: can't?
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm
1: just... I have a list
2: of um, questions <laughs> that I can think of answers to? I'll and, swear and at you, you stoically. Think.
1: Well, Kali promised <laughs> yeah, to stay off their back um, for 24 hours, so do they get another 24 hours is what I'm wondering. And I'm mm. not sure why Cora isn't healing. Um, I don't know. It's very Are strange. He, no is there a mistletoe the in her? Other, I don't know. I mean, the know. only oh, other God. thing I
2: could think of is, I think it was in last season. Was it when Scott got hurt on the bus mm. and he wasn't healing, and it was a mental thing? Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, so, that was this season. I think yeah, on the hotel, there we California. And so, and he wasn't healing because of some mental, psychosomatic. Yeah. So maybe yeah. the same thing's happening to Cora. Mm-hmm. Obviously, right. there are other things that can affect their healing. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it's another weakness or another side of wolves that we haven't figured out yet, but. I'm thinking it's probably has to do with her mindset, especially because I mean she's kind of freaking out over Tara. Yeah, she's got a negative mental
0: attitude. She, she is a hail. <laughs> thinking, she's been way. kind
3: of. She's a hail. Crass. She's a hail, as, as Styles points out.
1: Exactly, positive thinking, guys. Yeah, dude, it gets you through everything. Yeah. <laughs> It's a heal Heals all wounds. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the music in this show, guys, was of Verana, Better With You, and Solar Solar, I Can't Find You. And those downloads are available on MTV.com for free. I just love music, so I always want to give a shout-out yeah, to that's great awesome. bands that Laura finds. Ugh,
0: Laura's the best.
1: And then just a few... I want to read a few comments that you guys left on our YouTube and Twitter. We have Ashley S. saying, The lady forgot that Ian was in Young Hercules. So guys, just so you know, whenever mm-hmm. I... I don't know, last they stories. were commenting on last week's episode because when I announced the beginning of show, what all you know, TV films you've been uh, seen oh, in. I see. Ashley was saying I forgot one, Young Hercules. Just so you know, guys, they've been <laughs> in a lot more than a few <laughs> things that I mentioned before the show. Nice. The list goes on and on. I'm definitely always going to forget something you've seen. <laughs> in. Yeah. But where um, to go? yeah, nice. but thanks for catching that. And Jeremy Kennedy said that Ian is so hot, and a bunch of people liked it, and he was the top comment. So I had to read that, of course, nice. Maven Cree says, I think Styles would be the emissary for Scott's Pack. He usually acts that way anyway hmm. that's I a good point. like that. Yeah. and Jaded Eyes said that they love the podcast. They love that while we're clearly dissecting the show according to themes, our enthusiasm as fans shines through. Oh. so that's nice yes. Yay. Of course we are super fans, that's why we're doing this for you guys, and I want to thank a few more people. We had Marie Mason Chandler on Twitter, we had Fantasy Final Friend, um, clearly they made that name, name for you, I guess. Maven We've Cree, yeah. Aikie, uh, Allison Blood Cold, Dan Duran, Joe Coolio... Victory Nelson, Nick made millions, Jonathan Lopez, um <laughs> This is Awkward <laughs> Soul, Nerdy Success, ABO, Grimeras, Derek Johnson, Into the Dark, Spicy Shaman, thank you guys so much for all your comments. You could be friends with Into the Dark. Seriously. Yeah. We you were like Blood me. Brothers. Yeah. There you go. Who says I'm not that? <laughs> now we're going to get into our interview with Haley. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, oh <applause. laughs>
0: Okay. Now great. I'm sweating.
1: So the Good first wedding. question I always ask people is I'm interested in how aspects of our childhood lead us into specific careers. Um, could you share a story maybe from your childhood that you think attributed you to becoming an actress? Um, oh, God. Uh, yes,
0: actually. Well, I did say that my favorite film is Amadeus. And that I saw that movie for the first time when I was four years old. And um, it just mesmerized me. Um, It was that film, and I watched Jesus Christ Superstar (laughs) (laughs) like over and over again on Laserdisc. And I I actually went one time to go see it live, and not to ruin the the story, but Judas hangs himself at a certain point. And that was the intermission, and the curtain came down, and it actually landed on the actor's neck. (gasps) And so there's no one else around. And so everyone was like, oh, and I was seven. And so I was just like, this is part of the show. And he just leans and he just sort of takes, you know, the curtain and he like puts it up. And everyone starts laughing and clapping. And I was like, what? This isn't real? Oh, this is fake? How does that happen? And so, and so that honestly sort of kicked me off. I was very, you know, um, uh, in into movies as a kid, and, and but it was that moment that I was like, I have got to do this. <laughs> like that is so cool. So yeah, so that was sort of like the um, kicker. But I was so shy as a kid, and I didn't start mm-hmm. doing it till I was like fifteen. And.
2: Blessed, like, well. mistakes in theater can lead to dreams. Exactly, <laughs> I'm here because of a mistake.
1: <laughs> no way, no way. So, so what's a dream role you have? What's you know who do you want to play? Because I, I ask a lot of actresses and actors, you know, what yeah. kind of role they want to play. They were like, um, I think Ian said he wanted to be a baseball player and a rock star, and he's like, I can do all those things in acting. Oh so yeah, what's that role that you want to learn and be? Actually, and I don't know what, how this is gonna sound
0: um, oh, no. <laughs> i would really kind of like to play jesus in jesus christ i Kind of want to play a man i'm not gonna lie <laughs> um there's something about the character of jesus mm-hmm. and especially in the play that i just love and i love the music so much so i'm gonna go ahead and say it i want to play there jesus
1: mm-hmm. i oh my God, my I, I like that me. no yeah. <laughs> i've like, never you play that what? one I've never heard that one. I like that. Um, If not acting, what other career option would have you gone into? Have you thought about going into it?
0: I thought about uh, becoming a dancer, which I guess Mm -hmm. isn't too far off Mm -hmm. from acting. It's still performing arts. Um, I was a dancer growing up, and I absolutely love it. Um, honestly, I, I've, what is with me in like thinking that I'm a man? I always thought like if I was a man, I would be a construction worker. <laughs> wow. I'm just like digging so many holes for myself right now. Carpenter? I don't have anything classy to say. What's your favorite wine? I'm just gonna zip it. Um, no, definitely a dancer. Um, or, uh I don't know actually probably like a professor I think I would just kind of like to nerd out and read books a lot and and teach people things and then go to my cave and be lonely,
1: <laughs> and, and actually be the dark and be exactly
0: <laughs> like I said. I was hired for a reason.
1: <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about your acting process and how do you prepare for these roles, especially when finding out you have to be this really dark creature with you, which you're clearly not at all like? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was your? How did you even start beginning to research and get into that kind of mindset? Um, I, I will say, like you know, certain visual
0: things pop up uh to me reading a script and certain performances will pop up that i've seen before and, and have admired before and actually for this particular role when i find, found out that you know i was going to be playing this i had two images sort of pop into my mind two of my sort of favorite villains of all time um but i will also say that music plays a, a very large part um And when I knew that I was going to be playing a druid, I actually went into a lot of, like, Celtic music and a lot of chanting. I was actually oh, wow. listening to a lot of chanting. <laughs>
1: um
0: In my trailer, I was just, you know, the weird kid. They would knock on my door and be like, Haley, are you okay? We don't need you on set. We just want to make sure you're still alive. Um wow. I think the thing, too, about this character is that... um you know I, I always kind of look for the the height of the meeting, and she sort of represents a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, she represents things that are larger than just sort of a simple human um, mm-hmm. and so I, I I turn to that and I turn to a lot of different things for for inspiration, but music is definitely uh, one thing that i I really go to to sort of get my emotional hooks in, and then I just work like a dog, really. Yeah. <laughs> I go over scripts like a madman um, and just want to make sure I have my house built so that I can just kind of go nuts inside of it. Um, that makes a
1: lot of sense. Yeah. So what's one of your best memories on set? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> um,
0: my God. Actually, it was my very first day, and... We were shooting the, the classroom scene, mm-hmm. um, and I was talking to Dylan, and uh, he was like, you know, who are you? Like, what are you about? <laughs> and I was like, what are you about? <laughs> like, Why are you in my face? <laughs> uh, but, you know, we were talking, and I kind of, like, moved my arm, and I knocked off Tyler Posey's makeup bag. And his makeup went everywhere, and I was so mortified. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm coming on to this show. I knocked off the main kid's makeup. It's everywhere. They're gonna I'm going to get fired in a second. <laughs> and Dylan came over, and he helped me pick it up. And he just was like, hey, don't worry about it. It's fine. Aww. And I was like, okay. I'm in, I'm in very good hands. Um, and then Tyler came back, and we told him, and he was like, what? Um, <laughs> but they made me feel so comfortable. And so it was really great sort of like metaphorical moment. I'm gonna come in and make a mess and see how everybody deals with it. And they're very wow kind. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So and that's that's
0: one of, of many, honestly. So
1: That's um. great. And you have done that on the yeah. show. There's a few people uh asking questions on Twitter. Stephanie wants to know what's written on your shirt. Oh
0: yeah, glad you asked. <laughs> Stephanie Golding. There's a dinosaur and the words are they'll never find us. <laughs> I don't know if I can stand okay. and show it.
1: There, there we go. go, yeah. There you go, Stephanie. <laughs> so there's
2: somewhere out there,
1: and Natty Willie like have found some.
0: They
2: have there. some museums, some big giant bones. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Na- <laughs>
1: Natty Willie was hoping that you were not the Duroc, because she's and she's still hoping that you're good. <laughs>
0: okay, hold out hope, man. That's what life's all about.
1: And Stephen B said, "I hope Aiden doesn't kill Kiyahu, aka Danny." How bizarre was the Duroc chant? And the piano wire throat slash very bizarre.
2: <laughs> yeah. It was scary. It, it was me very from scary. My future
1: dreams of piano playing. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah. happening anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. Like that's like Never watching someone again. falling off a horse. With the, if you were planning on going horseback riding, no thanks. Yeah, not gonna ever play the piano again? <laughs> Um, Are you working on uh, other current projects right now besides Teen Wolf?
0: Um, I have a couple of uh, things that I'm doing. I also write in my spare time. So I'm writing something that um, I think will be pretty cool. I'm into stop motion, so I'm kind of writing something that is stop motion. I have another film uh, that a a very talented friend of mine, uh, Tommy Snyder, is actually producing um, that we're sort of independently trying to get off the ground. Um and I have something else in the works that I can't quite say yet. Oh, um, that will hopefully, uh you know, be out there in in a couple weeks. But yeah, I have a couple things going awesome. on, and my film Rushlights actually just came out today on DVD. Oh, so if you want to see some stuff I've
1: already done, yeah. And Josh Henderson, Josh right? Henderson, yeah, not that with you? Yeah, we play lovers. Uh, that's not a bad role to play No, I know. like, you're so lucky. I'm
0: like, I know. Yeah, It's pretty crazy.
1: You're making out with a lot of attractive people these All days. All brunettes, too. It's strange.
0: <laughs> 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 it's a tendency.
1: Well, but, but thank but we you so much. we have to look much. out
2: for that next thing that will be revealed oh, yeah. in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, we <laughs> will we'll definitely see. look out for that. See. And thank cool. you for this yeah. exclusive interview. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for coming in studio. Totally. It was amazing having you in here. Thanks, guys. We're going to go ahead and roll yeah. into to predictions. <laughs> <laughs> and
4: <laughs> you can <now>, <laughs> okay. tell. Predictions. predictions
1: Wow, that was serious. Not quite, not quite the Drock chant, but still freaky. It's so close, and I'm, you know, still scared Do you to feel be the here pressure? in studio with the Drak Yeah, I mean, there's three episodes left. Um, there's a lot that I want to know. I really want to find out, you know, who's going to be on the teams in the end. Like, who's going to align with who? And I'm still hoping for love, even though Darak has just like killed everyone this entire season. And now we're going to put her with Derek, whom we all love. I don't know. I still Sorry. want it to happen, and I still, I still see goodness in you, Haley. Thank you.
0: Thank you. I'm an actress.
1: <laughs> don't say that. <laughs>
2: What do you think, Sarah? I mean, I think that the Duroc and Derek are going to team up against the Alphas. I mm-hmm. think that the twins are going to become good. And, mm-hmm. I don't know. The things that I took away from this episode were that everything's connected, as usual. <laughs> there was also a lot of chess and a lot of feet. Like, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of shots of chess and
1: feet. Good call. That's all I have to Not say. Not bad things. I like both of those things. And, uh... <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, for watching, for all your calls and comments. Mm-hmm. You guys were amazing this evening. And you can find me at Cinematic Escape on Twitter, or you can Bing my blog, Cinematic Escape. Corey, where can we find you? You can find
3: me at uh, Corey Trench on Twitter. And uh, also, if you're going to VidCon this weekend, I will be there
1: as Ooh, well. Yeah, Corey. Mm-hmm. Sarah, yeah. where can we find you? Nowhere. I mean,
2: here. <laughs> no. um, she is exclusively she at chair. I'm. I stay in this chair all the time. You just sometimes don't see I like you. this music. I like, like this. Game. Game. I know. <laughs> this just.
1: <laughs> Haley, what's your website? Where can we email you? Where can we tweet? Haleyweb.com. <laughs> you can't email me. Oh, no, no email. And I am on Twitter. I am the Haley Web. Be Haley Webb on Twitter, guys. Thanks so much for joining thank us, you. and have a great night. See you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. Sir Richard Wentworth and
0: this has been a presentation of Buzz TV. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, when I walk away. And uh, the... Okay. The news here herein are those of the host only they do not necessarily reflect the news of After
4: Buzz TV or its own different.